Hey, welcome back everybody. Guess what? We got another episode. Okay, so today I feel like everybody's been waiting for this particular one because I talk about sirens a lot um, on my Facebook page. So I feel like, you know, this is the one that everybody's been waiting to hear about and it's going to be very long. So this entire episode is just about sirens in particular. I'm going to talk a little bit about the difference between them and mermaids, but this entire episode is just particularly for them because I found the most information on them. Now, going into later episodes, we'll, we will be talking about La Serene herself, which is the mother of the sea, or um, I think in Africa they call her Mami Wata. Or, you know, in Haiti, we call her La Serene, which means the siren, which is the mother of all, the queen of all, the deity um, of the waters. And she's married to Agwe. And I think in African culture, she is married to Dembela, and she is Edoedo. So um, all of that coincides, all of that ties, but we'll go into that later. Today, we're going to be talking about sirens. So with sirens, they can be both male and female. So when we're saying sirens, it could be both genders. Um, it doesn't really matter on what, you know, some of them, when it comes to mermaids, there's like mermen, there's tritons and things like that. When it comes to sirens, whether you're talking about a male or a female, they're just considered sirens. Now, when it comes to their mating, um, when they're mating, the female chooses the male. So the female has all the say-so. The female chooses the male that she wants to mate with. Um, it's very aggressive. It's almost like if you could actually see them underwater, it's almost like a fight. Like you would probably think a fight was about to go down. Um, because they circle each other, you know, it gets very intense. Um, Every single time the woman bites the man, like sometimes she'll bite his neck or she'll bite like a part of him, like hard, like biting. <laughs> and a lot of times they'll hit them with their fin. Like, so basically dude is just kind of getting his ass beat before they actually get it in. And what it is, is they're trying to make sure this person that attracted them because the men, they can attract them with their gills or like their neck pretty much like that neck area their gills where they breathe that they can attract them with that and there's some type of glow or some type of natural aura that um that happens to both male and female sirens when it's time to mate so there's like this natural glow that happens um whatever the glow is that pulls them in and that they're attracted to each other after that they have to still put them through a test and kind of bite them beat them up a little bit Make sure he's worthy to be, you know, baby dad. <laughs> Make sure he's worthy enough to be, you know, child's father material and that he's not weak and you guys are not going to bring in like this weak mermaid pretty much. Um, so what happens with that after that, the basically like that one male can be chosen by several other female sirens. So say there's not that many male sirens because maybe they keep producing females every time they have babies so maybe there's like maybe four and there's 20 women to do the math so and then out of those four maybe one or two of them are stronger than the other ones do the math on that as well 
So a lot of the times, um, the same male can mate with many, many female sirens. The dangerous thing to that is sometimes um, the man can die from too much procreating. Like if he's the strongest one in the bunch and all of them sirens are coming to him and biting him and beating him with their tail, (laughs) you can only do so much before you pass along. So sometimes um, they die procreating or they die um, because of over procreating or because of mating too much. So that is something that definitely happens. Um, their reproductive system is like very similar to sharks and how their whole life, um, life rebirth cycle works. So if you look into sharks, you can probably find out, um, how mermaids, you know, how long they're pregnant for and all that kind of good stuff. Um, whether it's eggs or it's a mammal, you can find all that out, but it's definitely a mammal where it comes out and it's not in the egg form. Um, another thing is... After the baby is born, which it doesn't take as long as us because their their years and their time, I would say, not even years, but like their time is pretty much like measured by tides, like, you know, when the tides come up. So however long, however many tides is how long it takes the baby to be born. So that could be way faster than the human reproductive system, of course. After the baby's born, um, the males pretty much immediately take the child to go and hunt and to learn how to fight. Um, and pretty much once the baby becomes very successful in hunting and can hunt on their own um, successfully, then that's when they can go back to the mom. So the mom doesn't see after the mom pushes the baby out. She doesn't see the baby for however long it takes until the baby um, learns how to hunt. And the baby will go with the child that the um, siren that the siren um, chose. So if the siren chose, that's why it's very important to make sure you didn't pick anybody weak because you don't want your offspring offspring to be taught by somebody that's super weak. And then that's like you're stuck with that, you know. And, you know, for future generations, they just want to make sure they're raising the best hunters, the best successful um, sirens in the water to be able to hunt and, you know, take care of themselves. So that's pretty much what happens. Once the baby um, is returned and it makes its first successful, um, you know, catch and catches the prey, then pretty much it goes to the mom next. And whether it's especially if it's a female child. Um, Even if it's a boy child, a male, um, they still have to find their voice. So they still have to um, they still have to find their voice like the men um, sirens. They do sing as well. They have like, you know, the baritone, the altos, all the different like voice, um, the singing voices. They have that as well. The women are more high pitched, of course, um, but they do all have a song. So. Once they are done hunting, they go to the mom, whether male or female, and they are finding their voice at that point. Um, If it's a female, the mom teaches the actual song. If it's a male, then they just help them find their voice, and they kind of just um, have their own. They have their own thing that they do after that. Um, So the next part in that 
is pretty much like they find their voice they now have their song each song um is a different song so there's so many different songs each siren male or female all has their unique signature song so when they sing they know that's them like if i had a song that would be nola moon song you know if my friend had a song that would be their song and every time somebody heard it they would know exactly who that is um there's also different songs as in purposes so there's like songs that can heal there's songs that can put people to sleep there's songs that can express love there's songs just strictly for chaos and death so that they can eat you (laughs) if you're like a fisherman or you're somebody in the water um there's with their songs um they produce like a trance-like state um it's almost like you're in a drug it can affect your brain as if you're on like some type of drug or some type of you know hindering um substance that will pretty much take away your ability to make important decisions like you're in a trance it can cause bliss like a drug as well um and it could also um slowly damage your brain or it can like it can it depends it can either it depends on the pitch that they're singing it at if it's a very high pitch high frequency they can cause a immediate aneurysm if it's something that was sung in a low frequency or not with so much urge they can cause slow damage to your brain that over time um, it'll slowly start breaking down and then eventually you'll have the aneurysm so it all depends but um, their song does that because it's a multiple um, it's made up of multiple different frequencies and tones in one voice so it literally just depends on the energy sent behind that voice like like I was singing before like with mermaids even um not all mermaids are good not all mermaids are bad so if they're singing and they have a bad energy behind it they could be using it to hurt and vice versa if it was a good one they could be using the song to heal and depending on the pitch that they sang it at could either be slowing down the process process or speeding it up whether the process is good or bad so hopefully i didn't lose you with that because <laughs> it sounded confusing but it shouldn't be um so unlike mermaids they have more of a darker origin um and they actually just have a darker presence all around like if you've seen them in the water and they transform they will look um different than mermaids when they transform they have darker tones to them they have green bodies or like darker blue bodies or gray um and they also have sharp teeth and they have spikes on their fins and spikes on their tails to like stab and fight they also carry around um the hunters carry around spears and they make their own spears um there's a lot, a lot. So there's also packs as well. So one thing about them as well is that they're nocturnal. So during the day, they're probably resting or sleeping. And then at night, they're up hunting and protecting and things like that. They hunt 24-7. They're always eating. They're always eating. They travel in packs. So you'll probably never really find one alone. And if they were alone, then there was something that they probably did to get kicked out of the pack or 
Like, it could be something as little as um, the pack is not accepting of weak um, weak sirens. So if the siren got in a fight and they lost, they could be banished and left to survive in the waters on their own. It could be harsh like that. Or it could be something just as whatever. <laughs> but mainly it's because they weren't weak enough to fight. Um, cause there's constantly, you know, fights in the water. There's different, um, tribes and different, um, areas that have different villages and different packs. So you have to constantly be at war a lot of the times and they don't have time for that week, anything. <laughs> um, also the women are in control of everything under the water, especially the packs. Um, the males in the water, they just listen and they guard and protect um, and pretty much like when it comes to switching leaders, like, you know, how we have presidents and things out here, when it comes to like switching the leaders down there, there's no voting or anything like that. Um, it's more so like whoever wants to be the leader has to challenge the current leader, um, in a fight to death for the position. So if the person dies, they die. I mean, if the mermaid, excuse me, if the siren dies, they die. If they don't die and they just get really messed up, then that's what it that's what happens. But either way it goes, they're fighting to death for this position. Um, also, if this um, say the leader falls sick or they're getting older or they're getting hurt, um, a new leader could step in just because they see it's easier to fight this person to death to win this position. So a lot of the times it's like even though they're in your pack, they could um, turn against you just so that they can get that power as well. Um, the pack is like consisted of many hunters. Um, so there's lots of hunters in the pack that take shifts that kind of like stand guard and watch while the others are resting and things like that. Um, there's also always a healer in the pack and there's also always a leader, of course. And there's only one leader. And like I said, if you want to challenge that, you got to kind of like on some Wakanda shit and like literally fight to the death um so the next one is like this is something I honestly believe too is that um under water there's a portal somewhere where we can't see and I think that honestly like when it comes to like all of our underwater creatures and things like that that people are like oh we never found it or whatever um even like the megalodons and the Loch Ness monsters and things I think those are um, in a very deep port, um, part of the water that we cannot access, um, because first off, we can't breathe down that far, and second off, I think it's a portal, where it's a whole nother world under there, like Atlantis and things, but, um, there is a specific water portal that they go to, and I feel like every, like, no matter what, um, no matter what village or whatever place in the world that these um that these sirens live i feel like you know each um colony or whatever you want to call it they have their own place like this and it's pretty much a place where the healers go it's like a water portal where um they receive guidance from their spiritual realm um, cause they're very spiritual, of course, um, where they receive guidance and healing and, you know, they go to collect herbs and collect certain sound frequencies that heal different things. So for example, say somebody, 
some some siren had some type of crazy illness or something and they were dying under there the healer of the pack could leave go to this um place where all healers go get direct connections with their ancestors their spirit guides in that room get the certain sound frequency that they need bring it back and sing it to them and use the herbs underwater herbs and shells and things like that because they use all that stuff underwater to heal and to do things so that is something i honestly believe but that's what i found in my studies as well um also when it comes to like being underwater um they use their magic a lot underwater you guys gotta remember there's what four elements so there's white water fire air and earth so they are in the main element water so when they're in water and they're using magic it's of course it's super amplified and pretty much the water they can use it to tie into your subconscious and this is how they can send humans dreams this is how they can connect with humans on that um 4d realm when we're in dream time um and also when you're in the water they can send you um precognitive visions or just visions of things um and waking dreams whatever they want to do um but this is how they do it by utilizing the water element so example i think before i was saying like you know some mermaids will um in the previous episode mermaids will you know drag you down and um make you sex slaves and things like that and of course they can't actually have sex with you because their bodies are not like ours so if they do snatch a human to make them a sex slave it could be the same thing um as the mermaids um where it's like you guys are just self-pleasing yourselves um but it seems very realistic like you'll probably be down there thinking you're actually i don't know how to explain it like the the power behind how powerful their gift is in water with sending dreams and visions you'll probably think you're actually sleeping with them if that makes sense but you're just doing your own thing and and the and the siren is doing her own thing but the gift and magic behind it will make you think that you're actually physically experiencing this with them hopefully you guys understand that and it did not go over your head but they're able to send visions that are that realistic also when it comes to i'll go into this later when i do the la serene episode and things like that but also when it comes to the deities the water deities um they can connect and um, initiate people and come through through dreams in the same way so you can be not connected to sirens at all and you may be connected to voodoo or something like that and you may be sleep and you have a dream about a mermaid and she's the queen mermaid so that is a dream from la serene because they can do that where she can come and visit you even though she's in the water she can visit you through the dream give you initiation and also give you insight and occult knowledge and things like that teach you about gifts and things so that's something i'll go into more detail in another episode but they have the same gifts um and it's very powerful so that's how they use it to tap into your subconscious and tap into your emotions because that's pretty much all what water is water represents subconscious 
water represents information knowledge and things like that so that's why it's so easy for them <laughs> um now the next part we're getting into is shape-shifting abilities so with both of them both men and women can shape-shift um when it comes to when it comes to um sirens both men and women can shape-shift that is not something that um needs to be a certain gender or anything like that um it could like get more hmm, it could get harder to shift the longer that they stay on land um it could be harder to go back into um either form and it could be painful the longer that they stay on land as well because you have to think about it when they're shifting they're getting rid of a fin and they're separating their fin and making it into two legs and then their their fingers are changing their ears are changing their body their lungs everything so you have to think about like physically having all your bones crack and realign and go into being a uh, fish thing or being a human like that's that's a lot of transformation to happen I would say so it is possible it just hurts and it's harder to do it the more they stay on land so if they're on land for a couple weeks at a time it's going to be more painful when they go back into the water and if they stay on land for years at a time it could eventually um, not work for them to try to shift back into being um, a siren in the water so that all happens as well also, um, when it comes to pretty much like there's certain packs that are all born females and they have the ability in that certain pack, that certain colony, they have the ability to shift into other genders. So not only are they able to shift into humans, they can shift into a male, a female, whatever they want to shift into. And it's crazy because now that I'm saying that out loud, I do uh, tarot readings. And a couple of these past life Atlantis ones that I did, this came up. So that's just funny. But yeah, they can literally shape shift into a man or a woman. It depends on what the pack needs to reproduce. So if the pack is full of women and they only produce women, they might um a couple of them may volunteer to become the man so that they can reproduce and keep things going um and that is very possible as well and that also means if they can shapeshift um into a male to produce underwater they can also shapeshift into a human male or a human female it doesn't matter um so yeah that that gets very interesting <laughs> um for the males in particular, when they shift in order to attract and impregnate a human woman, um, this is when they finally get to use their charming looks, their personality, and their strength because that's something they do not get to exercise or use or utilize in the water. Like, in the water, they don't have no say-so. The women run everything. If they say stand over there or if they say swim over there and guard this with your life you have to stand there until they say you can move you know it's literally they don't think for themselves under there they can't think for it's not they can't they are not allowed to think for themselves underwater it's all about what the women want so a lot of the times um the siren men will go after and seek after um human women 
to um to impregnate and to transform in their own way because remember i was saying that the men also carry their own magic and that goes for not like that goes for siren men as well mermaid merman and siren men both have that magical magical ability where they could be wizards they can be um healers and things like that as well a lot of the times they're hunters or they're protectors but they do have that magic if they wanted to so they could um make a human woman into a um siren or mermaid energy just to impregnate them and just to live out happily and have some type of say so because they don't have any say so in the water (laughs) at all and it's kind of sad um but that's the only time they get to use their charm and their personality and assert their strength in a different way um Another thing that I just want to tell you guys is no matter if it's a siren or it's a merman or mermaid or triton, do not make any deals with them because either way it goes, you're going to lose. They already thought of every way possible because they're very highly intelligent. They thought of every word possible that they can get you and still get what they want. So even if they're like, I think I heard stories like, oh, they might tell you to go, for example, they might tell you to go bring them back some three shells or something and a couple crystals. And some people say bring them back exactly what they want. Some people say bring them back the opposite of what they want so they don't kidnap you. Either way, they're going to kidnap you. They're just messing with you. So, like, just don't make any deals with any mermaids, any sirens, anything in the water, because nine times out of ten, you're going to lose because they already figured out what they wanted to do with you, how they wanted to go about the whole situation. And they're just watching you. They're just literally watching you like, okay, let's see if this person is dumb enough to go still get these crystals and shells that I want. I'm still going to get what I want, and I'm going to get the person, you know, so... Either way it goes, if you see one or you think you've seen one, especially if you're in Haiti or Jamaica, um, run. That's all. <laughs> that is it and that is all. Just run. Um, but that concludes the siren episode. I told you guys this is going to be really long and it was all about sirens. And I feel like there's way more that I could mention. But right now, that's all I could remember off the top of the dome. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please let me know on Facebook. Comment. Let me know. I'm Nola Moon Goddess. Um, And up next, we have more episodes of Mermaids and Folklore. Thank you for tuning in. Take care. Bye.